Hey there, bats and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of Night of the Living History. We're going to be talking about the Whaley House today, which I'm super excited to talk about considering I've recently had the pleasure of getting to see this amazing place in person. So I'm really excited, so let's go ahead and jump in and let's get spooky. Okay, so obviously if you're listening to this podcast, um, you have a love of history or at least things that are spooky, so most likely you've already heard of the Whaley House. For those of you who have not, um, it is considered one of the most haunted places in the world. It's located in San Diego, California, which is not too far from where I currently live. Um, So we're going to start off with the story of Thomas Whaley himself. He was actually born in New York City. He was raised by a successful businessman, and as an adult, he took over his father's business. Um, He left in the year 1849 when he traveled to San Francisco during the California Gold Rush, and he visited San Diego approximately two years after that. Um, He went back to New York and married his wife, Anna, in 1853. They moved to San Diego into what is now known as the Whaley House, and this was kind of the beginning of tragedy for this family, unfortunately. The house itself was built um, on grounds that already kind of had a haunted past. Um, That haunted past being that of a man named Jim Robinson. He was infamous in the area of San Diego for being a troublemaker, um, a drunk, and a thief. He was also known as the name of Yankee Jim. In 1852, Yankee Jim was accused of stealing a ship or attempting to steal a ship, and he was sentenced to hang by the neck until death. Um, Unfortunately, Jim was known for being an extremely tall man, especially for this time period. It was kind of unusual. Um, And the usual undertaker that worked for the town, that was the one that cut the rope and kind of performed the hangings themselves. Um, He actually was not around at this time. Uh, I believe he was out of town or he was sick. I don't really know. But his apprentice was there instead. Um, His apprentice, unfortunately, did not account for Jim's height. Um, So he cut the rope would be the normal length for an average man. However, um, it was too short for Jim. So when they rolled the wagon out from underneath Jim, rather than breaking his neck, um, he actually strangled to death over a long time period. Um, It was a very slow and painful death. Um, Mr. Whaley himself was known for bragging to people that the, the house was built um, where Yankee Jim was hanged. Specifically in the study, um, there's an archway where he claims that um, that was where Jim was hanged. So we're going to jump back to the Whaley family themselves. Um, the first of many tragedies to fall upon the Whaley's personally um, was the death of their son, um, Thomas Whaley Jr. He was just 18 months old when he came down with scarlet fever. Um, scarlet fever is a form of strep or at least it's derived from the same bacteria that causes strep throat. Um, Its classic symptoms are, of course, the same symptoms as strep throat, rash, rosy cheeks, which is where it gets the name scarlet fever. Unfortunately, uh, Thomas Jr. uh, passed away shortly after coming down with this sickness. So of course, uh, life must move on even after the death of a child. Uh, Mr. Whaley rented out the second floor um, of the house to a theater troupe called the Tanner Troupe. Another room served as the town courthouse, and another room was a general store that was run by Mr. Whaley himself. Now, the theater troupe was set to perform in what was considered uh, San Diego's first theater. Um, I get mixed versions of the story, either um, 
Thomas Tanner, the man who ran the group, passed away shortly after opening night. I read another story where it was actually on opening night. Um, the story say that they found him mysteriously passed away in the house, um, although there are some people who speculate that it was from alcohol abuse. Um, another tragic story comes from um, the kitchen or dining area of the house. Uh, stories surrounding this little ghost are different depending on who you ask. Some say uh, that it is a story about a playmate of one of the Whaley girls, a neighbor by the name of um, Annabelle Washburn. Um, other stories, uh, including that of my actual tour guide from the house, uh, say that this young lady was actually a family member of the Whaley's themselves. Um, and then there's also different stories about her death. Um, one version is that she was outside playing and ran into a low-hanging clothesline and actually broke her neck. Mr. Whaley allegedly found her, brought her into the dining room, uh, and uh, that's actually where she passed. Another story claims that she went into the dining room looking for a snack, as often small children do, um, and she happened upon a jar of something that smelled very sweet and was very sticky. Now, unfortunately for this young lady, back in this time period, um, a lot of insect poison was often made with something sweet, such as honey, um, but it would be laced with arsenic or cyanide. Um, unfortunately, this little girl ingested the entire bottle and was sick for several days before succumbing to a very slow and painful death. Um, as sad as this story is, I could not find any actual record that this child existed. Um, although it is a pretty widely told story, um, I heard it both on my tour in the actual home as well as a haunted bus tour that I took that same day. The next story that I have is 100% true and probably the saddest of all the tragedies that uh, surround the Whaley family, at least in my opinion. Um, their daughter, Violet Eloise Whaley, um, she was the daughter of Anna and Thomas, suffered from what was called melancholy. Uh, in this time period, uh, melancholy was the word that was used for depression. So she ends up meeting this man and she gets married. His name is George T. Bertolacci. I'm probably butchering that name, but that's fine because um, he doesn't deserve for me to say it right. Two weeks after their marriage, um, he leaves a letter to her basically telling her that he's a con man, that everything he told her about himself was a complete lie, um, but that he supposedly still loved her. Now, despite social norms for the 1800s, um, Violet made the very brave decision to go ahead and move forward with divorce and move back home with her family. Uh, three years later, um, after falling into a very, very, very deep depression, um, she went to the back of the house with her father's 32 caliber gun and shot herself in the chest. Um, of course, the gunshot was very loud. Mr. Whaley ran outside, found her, carried her into uh, the study onto one of the sitting areas. Um, Violet apparently um, stayed silent the entire time um, as she took her last final breaths while Mr. Whaley himself actually cried over her. Um, her suicide note reads, Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world. Um, of course, after Violet's death, uh, Thomas Whaley made the decision to move from the family home. He passed away in 1890. Um, his wife, son, uh, Francis, and daughter, Corinne, moved back into the Whaley house. Um, Anna actually suffered from dementia and passed away. Francis followed shortly after, and Corinne shortly after him. Um, I will say that visiting the Whaley house was probably 
one of the most incredible haunted places I've ever seen in my life. Um, there's like, even if you don't believe in ghosts walking into this house, there's just a heaviness that you feel when you walk in. Um, you can just feel, I don't know how to explain it, like just extreme sadness. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, it's really cool. The, the whole house is really nice and they have a lot of historic objects still in the home. It's, it's really neat to go see. So I definitely recommend going and visiting the Whaley house itself. Um, another place that, or not really a place to visit, but something you can do while you're there. Um, I took the haunted San Diego ghost tour. Um, there are a lot of ghost tours and bus tours um, in San Diego and Old Town San Diego. However, from what my understanding is, this tour is the only one that actually lets you go inside a lot of the buildings. This was amazing. Um, some of it was a little cheesy, but I really, really liked it. Would absolutely do it again. It was awesome. Um, and some books and movies that I would recommend. I found one book that seemed like it was pretty cool. It was The History and Mystery of the Whaley House in Old Town San Diego by Dean Glass. Um, and then there was apparently a movie that was made called The Haunting of the Whaley House. I'm not gonna lie, it looks like it sucks. Um, I haven't checked it out, but it was made in 2012. Um, the graphics don't look very good. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll have to check it out and come back to it. But um, those are the things that I found. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, it's not very often that I get to do episodes on places that I've actually been to, so this was kind of cool. I'm really glad that I got to go. It was a lot of fun. Um, I really, really recommend going to see it. I would absolutely go and see it again. Um, hopefully I'll get to go again soon. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode again, and uh, happy holidays, everyone, and uh, stay spooky.